When it comes to retirement planning sometimes, you need to take a step back and make sure everything is working as it should be. Coming up today, financial planning do's and don'ts and a top 10 list to help you plan for your retirement. So come right on back to elevate your wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome in to Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them right here in Seattle. Elevated financial management, 42 years combined experience between these two. And again, it's all about retirement, and they are helping hundreds of their clients get ready for said retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, sometimes referee between Mark and Casey, but it's always <laughs> in good fun, but very serious when it comes to retirement planning. So it's it's crucial for every single listener to know that their plan, their retirement plan is working well. It's a well-oiled machine. Now, there are so many moving parts to retirement. So we are taking a step back to discuss what we should be looking for and looking out for. So the do's and the don'ts of retirement planning. Now, this is going to be, you know, we're going to start off with the do's. We're going to stay on the on the positive side, and then we'll get into the don'ts. But Casey, let's do this first one. Regularly review the performance slash management of all of your investment options. This is a big do it. Yeah, this is something that needs a lot of attention, something that we have to do uh, on a constant basis. Uh, we really want to understand uh, the where, where your assets are allocated to, uh, where the funds are located, how they're invested inside of those different uh, avenues, and making sure that you have true diversification. That's something that we see uh, so regularly is that folks have uh, money in different buckets, different mutual funds or ETFs. Um, but realistically, a lot of those investments are doing the same thing. Um, so it's it's kind of same genes, different pocket, right? And so that that happens quite a bit where um, people's investments are uh, correlated one to the other. They've got a lot of investments, so they feel like they're diversified, but it's kind of a false sense of diversification or a false sense of security, if you will. So we want to make sure that we understand that asset allocation, uh, that we're reviewing it regularly, as well as making sure that we understand across the asset classes where our investments are at and understanding different market cycles and how that can affect our investments. Um, and of course, what this all comes down to is just capturing as much side as possible and limiting the downside as much as possible. And so it, it requires active management to do that. It requires regular, uh, regular reviews of the performance and of how the money's invested to make sure that we're keeping up with market cycles, keeping up with where things are at in the investing world, because things are changing so quickly. Um, it's very different than it used to be. Uh, we don't really live in a buy and hold society anymore. So we got to make sure that we're keeping up with our investments and making changes as needed. Mark, you want to add something to that? Yeah, well, what I was going to say is sometimes we'll use a term like correlation and you, you're out there thinking, what the heck does that mean? Well, when it comes to correlation, it really means even if you have a lot of different mutual funds, if they're highly correlated, that just means they go up together and they come down together. That's the problem, right? We, we want some of our assets to be moving up 
and the others may be staying a little lower or actually going down. We don't want them moving all in the same direction at the same time, whether it's up or down, because we love it when they're all going up, right? But the ride down isn't near as much fun. So you want assets that are, that are decorrelated. They're moving opposite, you might save each other. And I just wanted to maybe help our listeners understand that term. You're locked in to Elevate Your Wealth, again, powered by Elevated Financial Management, located right here in Seattle. Our hosts, you can find them there, Mark Stimson and Kate. Casey Elkins. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We're going over just the fact, you know, that retirement planning, it is a well-oiled machine. And to keep it running smoothly, there are some do's, but there are also some don'ts. So the do's you can certainly get in there and do, but the don'ts you need to avoid. We're going over the do's currently. Again, regularly review the performance and the management of all your investment options. Now, Mark, this next one, you know, watch for newly added funds to your portfolio. Yeah, this is something that we see gets missed a lot. Uh, so when people sign up at their employer, there's usually a rah-rah session in the, you know, the cafeteria or wherever they're having their meeting, and everybody has to decide how much risk they want to take and how aggressive they're going to be. And then they, they set those uh, things to be on automatic pilot, you might say. And they a lot of times they never go back and they don't look at what's really happening. Uh, inside that portfolio. And that can be both good and bad, right? Because if emotion gets involved, sometimes we can make decisions that are going to hurt us, uh, especially in the long run. So it does pay off to see if there's been anything added to your plan choices. What we see a lot of times in different 401k plans is that they're very limited as to the different options that they're going to have inside their portfolio, uh, inside their 401k. And so if something gets added and you don't know about it, well, you may be missing a really cool uh, investment option that you just didn't know even existed inside your plan. So you want to look at this, uh, keep an eye on it and be willing to find out how that investment option works, uh, because some are getting added uh, and people just don't know about it. So they miss you might say they missed the boat in that regard. You know, if you're tuning in to elevate your wealth and going, hmm, you know, well-oiled machine, retirement plan. Well, I don't have a retirement plan. I've got some good news for you. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark, Casey, and their team, and talk about your situation. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. But these appointments, they're no cost. They're no obligation. There is no pressure. The number to call is 866 866- 668-3625 to snare one of those appointments. Again, we have 10 of them, 866-668-3625. Talking about dues, things you need to be doing to make sure that that retirement plan is a well-oiled machine. Uh, the first one, review, performance, management of your investment options. Make sure you're taking a look. And then watch for newly added funds in that portfolio at work. And then, Casey, this next one, you have to be able to adjust your portfolio. It's got to ma- It's got to basically match your risk tolerance. Yeah, this is something that we see is, again, like most of these, just overlooked on a regular basis. And a lot of times this conversation, it seems like it's never really had um, with the client. You know, when folks come in here, um, they've got an advisor now, or, or maybe they just have a 401k. But it, it seems like that risk conversation has never really been had, like they've never dug into it. And so uh, this is really, really important. Because if you're looking at your 401k, you're looking at your investment accounts with, a, with an advisor, 
and you're feeling like you are, are dealing with more volatility than you'd like, my guess is that you probably have too much risk toler or risk in your portfolio more than your tolerance would dictate. So that tolerance, what that really means is that's what you're comfortable with, right? So we all have to invest in a way that is comfortable for us because if you invest in a way that's uncomfortable, that's what creates those overly emotional decisions that causes people to jump out of the market when things get volatile and then jump back in because they think they can catch the upside. And there's this kind of this whipsaw effect that happens. And so we want to make sure that we're adjusting the portfolio accordingly, reevaluating the risk tolerance for your household, and especially given where the market is at. Again, we've, we've talked about how the market changes so quickly. Uh, we want to review that risk tolerance and what you're truly comfortable with in reference to the market. Uh, every six months or so. We want to make sure that we're understanding that and adjusting that so that it's appropriate for you and make sure that we're finding investments that fit you correctly. So it's something that you can't overlook. You really want to understand uh, how much risk you're taking because that's what directly affects how much upside you're going to have and how much downside you're going to have. And that's really the key. That's why we really focus on age-based planning. Uh, depending on your age, kind of a nice rule of thumb is the, what we call the rule of 100. So take your age, subtract it off 100. So if you're 60, take it off 100, leaves you 40. Really should have around 40% or so at risk. The rest should be in guaranteed type accounts. And this is what Casey was really saying. See, the older we are, the less risk we should be taking, right? Because now we're going to move into preservation phase. Uh, we still have to stay ahead of inflation, but we want to take maybe less risk. Now we're younger. We want to be more aggressive. See, it just goes. That's why age-based planning really is something we should all be thinking about as we build our portfolio. Tay, it's so, so very, very important to make sure not only to have a plan, but you're going to revisit it. We're talking about you know the dues right now when it comes to keeping that retirement plan as a well-oiled machine. You know, Regularly review your performance, your management of those investment options. Watch for newly added funds in the portfolio at work. And again, ask a lot of questions uh, when it comes to that. And then adjust your portfolio to match your risk tolerance. Mark, the next one, uh, this is one that just you need to sit down and take time and educate yourself. Yeah, and I think this is something that Casey and I really pride ourselves. In fact, we have a class tonight at Green River uh, on income and retirement planning. You've got to do this because if you don't, you're probably missing out on some really cool options and strategies that could really benefit you. So please take the time to begin to really learn about because there is a lot to this type of planning. Mm -hmm. It isn't just one size fits all. It really is customized. And there's a lot of different decisions you're going to have to make if you hope to be successful. Successful in this. The last do we have time for, and uh, we'll let you jump on it, uh, Casey, and then we'll we'll talk about opening up those spots on the calendar. But that's just having a budget and sticking to it. Yeah, I think this is something that we all understand pretty easily, right? We, we need to understand where our money's going, how much we have coming in, and how much we can actually spend. Um, and we really have to pay ourselves first. So knowing where those dollars go is really important. Um, you know, th these are the dues of retirement. That's what we've been talking about um, as uh, retirement planning finances. We want to make sure that we're handling things properly. And so with that, you know, for our first uh, five callers, what we're going to do is put together a written financial plan uh, put together by our team of certified financial planners. And so Morgan, I know you've got the number to share with them. We'll, we'll do that in just a second, but we want you folks to understand what this really means. Uh, again, a, a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. We're going to talk about the asset allocation, the 
correlation inside of your investments, as we were talking about previously? Uh, how are your funds invested? What are, what's the tax burden that you're going to have to deal with in retirement? We want to make sure that we understand those things and put something together truly customized and tailored just for you. So if you got $250,000 more, don't hesitate. Pick up the phone and give us a call. Limited number of spots. You can call right now, 866-668-3625. No, no cost to this. There's no obligation. There is no pressure. 866-668-3625. Again, 866-668-3625. We talked about the do's. When we come back on the other side, we'll talk about the don'ts. Remember, you want that retirement plan to be a well-oiled machine. Elevate Your Wealth. Your host, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find him right here in Seattle. Elevated Financial Management, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We get into so many different retirement topics. And right now we're focusing in on, you know, that retirement plan. It needs to be a well-oiled machine. And we've talked about the do's in the first portion of the program. And now we're going to move to the other side of that coin. And these are the don'ts. All right. So these are things you need to avoid. So Mark, you get up, you get it first. Here we go. First don't. Don't put all your money into funds that gave you the biggest return last year. I mean, again, folks, think about this. These are the don'ts. If you're putting all your money where it was last year and you got big returns, remember, things do change. Yeah, that, we can't overemphasize that. Chasing returns is a mistake that all of us have made in our investing lives, right? I think we, I've done it. Uh, Casey's done it. We've all are guilty to a certain extent of this, some more than others. So you really have to think about that. It's just not wise to think that the same investments are going to do the same thing year in and year out, because we know the proof is not there. It's the exact opposite. They don't, they move. Remember, we talked about correlation. They move up together and they move down together. So you want to have different investments that do different things that is based on what's happening in our economy. And I think we all agree right now, our economy is really volatile. Uh, we see this on a regular basis. People are doing this. They're trying to time the market. You just can't do it. I know Casey and I don't try and do it because we know we're not going to be successful at it, even though we've been doing this for 40 years. So you've got to be careful in this. Another thing we see, we have a client that she had the bulk of her portfolio in one stock, Microsoft, because she worked there. That's okay, but when you're overextended, what we call in that, you know, with too much in one stock, that can really come back to bite us. So you have to be balanced about that. It's okay because we get an emotional attachment to that stock, but we don't want to have the bulk of that our portfolio in any one company stock, no matter how great we think it might be. Diversification is the key. And so that's really going to be beneficial to people if you're diversified decorrelated, right? Not everything moving in the same direction. It's going to allow us to be balanced and have more of a, a level type of return, not so much, you know, what we call candlestick uh, returns up and sharply down, up, down, up, down. You don't want that. You want to be more level. 
uh, if you can achieve that. And you're going to do that because your assets are not going to be correlated. When it comes to chasing returns, I just want to add to that, Mark. You know, it's uh, you were talking about that there at the beginning. And um, I mean, that's a that's just a huge mistake. Right. I, I, so many folks get caught yeah. in that. And I, what it what it really does is it, you see something that performed well last well, uh, last year and you want to jump into it this year, which means that at best you're 12 months behind the run up. Right. And what right. it might really mean is that you catch it at its high point and you've bought it there and now it starts to fall. Right. And that yeah. we see that a lot. Folks do that. Um, and it's man, it, that is really hurtful. And it's it's kind of this weird trap where people get into this and they keep doing it. They do it year right. after year because uh, they hear about these you know hot stock tips, right? And the shiny new thing, and they talked about it on you know Money Week or whatever it is. And, Mad and folk, money, yeah, folks just get caught in this trap, and it's it's really hard to break away from that. But you've got to stop and look at what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's almost along the lines of that that the the fear of missing out, right? Uh, you you yeah. see things mm-hmm. happening, yeah. uh, and you and it kind of leads into the next don't Casey and I'll, I'll let you talk about this because I'm sure you're seeing this I mean people want to be uh, quote-unquote players uh, when it comes to the stock market uh, here's the don't don't try and act like a professional day trader with your retirement savings yeah you can't do it uh, you just can't um, you know I if you have a little bit of your money on the side that you like to play with um, because you enjoy it and that's that's great we don't we don't have an issue with that but Man, when you take all your retirement savings into your own hands um, and it's not something that you can actually do as your day job, then you shouldn't be playing with it like that. Um, This is your future. This is something that you've been saving for for a long time. Uh, You're still trying to build, likely, is why you're doing this. Um, But we've really got to make sure that a professional is taking care of it. Uh, Perfect example you know, if, if I need some sort of professional advice from somebody, whether that be a, a lawyer or a doctor, or maybe it's just a, a, a very skilled craftsman for a home project or something like that, I seek out the right help. And that, that's really the key because I don't have the time to become a professional in those things. And we're not talking about a bathroom remodel that you could mess up and have somebody else come fix. If you mess up your retirement because you made some big mistakes, you're chasing returns, you're not diversified, all those kinds of things, that'll have a detrimental effect on you for the rest of your life, for the rest of your retirement. So if you can't watch the funds day in and day out as if it was your job, then you really shouldn't be trying to be a professional day trader. Um, you know, we don't, we don't see this as much as we did. Uh, I'll say that if we go back a couple years ago during COVID, it was like everybody was a professional day trader. I mean, it was just <laughs> endless, right? So it's not as frequent, um, but we, we do still see it. Um, and, and some folks do an okay job. Uh, but when things go the wrong way and the market moves quickly, that's when the ugly head really starts to appear. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, and that, what I'd like to add to that is we tell our clients when we're meeting with them, we spend hours meeting with different clients all day long. So if we're talking with them, we ask them who's watching their money. And that's a really good thing to really think about. That's why we have professionals that help us manage our clients' money. We're not the custodian. We don't want to be the custodian of those funds. We use Fidelity or Schwab to do that, to watch the to watch the money. See, that's what got Bernie Madoff in trouble, right? He was a fiduciary, but he was also a custodian, and he didn't do the right thing. And it turned out to be one of the largest Ponzi schemes ever. But the point is, somebody's got to be watching your money all the time, and we can't do it as planners doing what we do. We pay people to help us do that on a professional level, and that really matters. 
again, we are talking about do's and don'ts when it comes to retirement planning, making sure that your plan is a well-oiled machine. We've covered the do's and we're in the middle of things you should avoid. So this next one, Mark, is a big one. Uh, let's just say you come on some hard times and you use your retirement savings almost like an emergency fund. This is a big don't. Yeah, and this is something, again, I think if we all look back at our history as we were uh, getting older and maybe life happens and we've needed money for an emergency or something that we just weren't counting on and it came at bad time. Well, a tendency is to go in and start to cannibalize our retirement plan. Now, this can be really devastating in a couple of different ways. I want to address the first one. If you're not 59 and a half yet and you do that, well, there goes an extra 10% right off the top. You lose that right? Because we're not 59 and a half. Uh, then you have to look at what is that going to do now to our retirement income amount when we need it, right? It's going to lessen that. Some people have completely taken it out. We, we've had some really sad stories happening in our office this past year with people that had to raid their plans. They regretted it now, but it was too late, right? It's gone. Then you add to your tax liability on top of uh, the 10% penalty. So you really need to be able to, I, I hope everyone has a sounding board, somebody that they trust that is, you know, a third party is not going to be emotional about it, that can help you think about these decisions and how to use that money in the right way if you absolutely have to. But we highly recommend that you have what we call our yellow money in our plans. Clients have red, yellow, green money. Yellow's money that's bank inventory. That's gonna be used for the emergencies we're talking about. You're gonna have green money that's protected growth, that's, that's just safe, but it is growing. And then red money would be your money that we're using inside the market, stocks, bonds, ETFs, things that are gonna help you grow the money that you're going to need later on down the road, but you don't want to get into these plans. Uh, if I mean, sure, things happen, right? I think we all know that, but you need, this is where a plan that we talk about every week comes into play. It's people that don't have a plan that usually end up making these type of emotional decisions that really hurt them in the long run. I think Casey's got a thought on this too. Yeah. You know, Pulling in uh, money from your retirement savings accounts, um, like you just mentioned, Mark. I mean, there's there's a lot of downside there, but uh, I think one of the the biggest things that that folks often overmiss or overlook is, you know, we we understand the ten percent. That's a big piece to this, but it's that compound interest, right? I mean, yep. if you're you're doing this in your forties yeah. and you're twenty years from retirement, yeah. that's twenty years of compound interest that you're yeah. not going to get, right? right? Um, and that that's a big deal. That's a big problem. That Compound interest is very, very important to the success of a retirement plan. So we got to make sure that we capture that um, and do what we can to pull the money from somewhere else. Just ask Ben Franklin about that. Yeah. <laughs> tell you folks, having a plan and knowing the do's, knowing the don'ts, working with professionals that do this on a daily basis. We have 10 positions on the calendar for the upcoming week at Elevated Financial Management. Meet with Mark and Casey. And these are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Mark, walk us through what's going to happen for these 10 appointments. Yeah, if you've been listening to this show today and you've got some don'ts that you're maybe guilty of and you're, you're really wanting to talk to somebody, get some help. We want our certified financial planning team 
to put together a plan specifically for you. And we're going to talk about the don'ts. We're going to talk about do's. We're going to be thinking about tax planning. How can we help you mitigate your tax liability? Uh, Roth conversion may be something we need to talk about at length. What about is your income guaranteed? All these things, we're going to help you. So please give us a call and let us help you put together a plan. All right, 10 spots. Here's the number 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. One more time, 866-668-3625. When we come back, we've got tips to help keep your finances in the best shape possible to move you through retirement. Folks, you don't want to miss it. It's coming up next. Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them right here in Seattle, Elevated Financial Management. Check them out online. Great resource website, efmnw.com. All letters, efmnw.com. You can find links to the TV show, Elevate Your Wealth, and all of our radio shows are there for you in podcast form. Between Mark and Casey, 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. And again, I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. So we're going to give you some tips to keep your finances in great shape as you move to and through retirement. Casey, I'm going to throw you the first one. Here it is. Understand your lifestyle expenses. We really should all understand our lifestyle expenses, even when we're not approaching retirement, right? I, I, this is just a good habit for everybody to be in, Morgan. Uh, you, you know, we want to understand what it costs for us to just be us, what it takes to just wake up in the morning and be me. We want to understand what those expenses are. Um, and th those would we would consider to be kind of the essential side of things. Uh, but we also want to understand the discretionary, right? The extra spending, the trips, the uh, maybe not frivolous spending, but the things that we do that are on top of uh, just our normal day-to-day -day expenses. The but, fun part. Yeah, the fun part, right? That's what it's all about. So it, it's important to understand what that is. And the reality of it is that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the financial B word, right? Budget. Uh, everybody hates that word, but it, it has a negative connotation, but really it just means understanding where your money goes. That, that's, that's all we're trying to get people to realize um, anybody can spend a dollar more than they make. So we want to understand where the dollars are going to make sure that we're saving and, and all that. But especially as we're approaching retirement, we want to know what those expenses are going to be because now we're moving towards a more quote unquote fixed income. And we want to make sure that that's going to be supportable. That kind of, that kind of rolls into our second one, which is understanding in retirement, um, what financial costs will change. So uh, health expenses might go up um, as we continue to age. That's going to be a big uh, a burden on our finances. So we want to understand that our vehicle expenses could go down because uh, maybe we're not commuting as much from day to day and other expenses could increase or go down. I mean, they vary from person to person. And the reality of it is now that you've retired, you've got more time. And what do you do with more time? Hopefully more things and typically more things cost more money, right? So going out and having the lunches with your friends and going to the golf course and going on trips now you've got the time to do it. It also takes the money to do that as well. So that's the first two. You want to understand your lifestyle expenses. Uh, beware of financial costs that will change in retirement. Uh, Mark, what about number three, understanding how your taxes impact your money? Yeah, this is one of the things that Casey and I uh, really focus on because so many of the big box stores uh, 
don't do this. In fact, if you bring up taxes to one of these type of planners, they will tell you what? Well, we know what they'll say. They'll say, go talk to your CPA or your tax person. Uh, they're inside those companies. They are not allowed to t bring up the word taxes and talk about taxes. If they do, they can be terminated. So this is something that we believe is central to everybody's plan. You've got to have a plan for taxes, when to take certain withdrawals out of certain different types of tax classification when it comes to your assets. Do you have Roth? Do you have after tax uh, money? We all have tax deferred if we've been putting in any kind of 401k or IRA. But again, taxes have to be central because they are going to impact the bottom line, how much money you're able to keep. Now, one of the other things that comes along with this is how can you create your own retirement paycheck? Well, we know that a lot of us are going to have different investment accounts. We could have IRAs, as I just mentioned. Roth IRAs, what about different joint or individual accounts, how their title matters, and how you take money from each of these accounts to provide income is going to impact your tax liability in different ways and at different times. So again, do you have a plan for that? If you don't, you're probably going to end up with less money in your pocket simply because you didn't take and uh, get a tax strategy put together for your portfolio and your individual circumstances. It can really be a tremendous bad mistake if you don't. I mean, really important, folks. I mean, when you think about everything that's going on in your life to make sure that your retirement plan uh, is in great shape as you move to and through retirement and the things that you can do. Uh, Casey Mark have hit a bunch of them today already, understanding your lifestyle expenses, being aware of financial costs that are going to change once you get into retirement, you know, understanding how taxes are going to impact your money, and then create your retirement paycheck. Those are all great tips. want to remind you, if you've got any questions about your own situation, you can get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management, meet with Mark and Casey and the team, and talk about your situation. Maybe you haven't started planning. Maybe you're in the middle of something. You need a second opinion. The 10 appointments are there for you, and they are no cost, no obligation, no pressure. If you've saved at least 250000 for your retirement, again, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number to call to grab an appointment, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. All right, back to the tips. And let's talk about this one. Uh, Casey, you can jump on it. Uh, when you take Social Security, I mean, that's a big decision. It is a big decision. Um, and, you know, uh, many folks believe that if I can start it at 62, then I absolutely should. Um, it, I think everybody understands that you can start it at 62 all the way until age 70. Your benefit's not going to increase anymore past age 70, so there's no sense in waiting past that age. Um, but maybe we could just look at it this way. Uh, very commonly, we hear the expression, the early bird gets the worm. That's not always the circumstance with Social Security. Starting it at 62 as early as you can is not always the most beneficial thing. And in reality, it's probably uh, very rarely the most beneficial thing. So sometimes if you need the money, we can start Social Security early. But there is uh, some complications to that. You're going to receive a reduced amount. Um, you're going to deal with the earned income tax. Um, and, and really, it can be a detriment to your overall portfolio. So again, that's, that's where it comes down to having a plan as to how it fits your lifestyle, how it fits your household, 
and making sure that all the parts and pieces are working together. So you want to understand when your spouse is going to start Social Security, that's a part of the puzzle as well, uh, and making sure that the two are working together. And that really kind of rolls us into our, our next piece here, which is considering your spouse's retirement income after your death. So as a household, you've you've come to expect a certain amount of money. But if something was to happen to you, your social security, how's that going to affect your spouse if that social security is gone? And we know that there is a spousal benefit for social security, but there still is ultimately a reduction in the amount that the household will receive as far as social security goes. What about a pension? Let's say you have a pension. If it doesn't have a spousal benefit um, or a survivor benefit, I should say, then ultimately that's going to be a detriment to your spouse if something was to happen to you. So, uh, and vice versa, it could be that your spouse has the pension and maybe that's something that you might have to deal with. And again, that's where having a plan comes into play, having different levers that you can pull in different circumstances. Um, it's just like going on a road trip, things come up, uh, complications can happen. It doesn't mean that the end goal has changed. We're still looking for a successful retirement but maybe we have to take a detour to make sure that it still works, right? So it's about knowing where those options are and being able to adjust. You want to add something to that, Mark? Yeah, you know, this is where we have a lot of Boeing clientele, and, I, and Casey just mentioned the pension aspect. When, when we lose our spouse, it is definitely going to create what we call the widow's penalty or widower's penalty, right? Because income is going to be reduced. But what I want to say is that's why it is so critical when you pick your pension option that you know really what you, you're doing and you've really thought it out. Because mm -hmm. if you don't and you just take the higher amount, it can be devastating for your spouse. Because if they now are counting on that income every month, and let's just say $2,000 a month, can you imagine when that 2000 goes away in 10, 15, 20 years, uh, and you had, didn't have a plan for how you were going to replace that. So that choice that you make at the beginning is critical to a plan. Otherwise, it can be devastating for the person you really love the most. And we see, I mean, so many people try to, like you said, Mark, take that higher pension amount, yep. right? They see that dollar figure. Yep. And it, it's very appealing, right? We understand the idea when you don't know what it means. It's like, well, of course I want more money, right? But we have yep. to know what the other side of that is. And that's, it, it all boils down to retirement income, right? That It all boils down to income in retirement, I should say. And so that kind of pulls us into the next one, Mark, which is making sure that your investments are set up properly to support your income. Yeah, and this is something that I really want to stress because you want to be sure that your income is going to continue for the length of your life. We call that longevity risk. That's what I love about Social Security. It, it We're dealing with uh, nice colas uh, been happening, not so much nice from the perspective of what we're paying for everything, but can you imagine if you didn't have any uh, colas built into your plans. And so many retirement plans don't have increases. They're what we call static. They're level. What you get at the beginning is what you're going to have coming in at the end. So, you know, when you think about if your income is tied to nothing but the stock and bond market, that goes up and down. How's that going to work out for you if you're counting on 2000 a month, but now the market is down and you're down to 1500 a month. It can really affect you in a way uh, that you're not going to be able to support the lifestyle that you were counting on. Something else that ties in with income, of course, is you've got to budget for unexpected events happening. I can't overemphasize this. You've got to have money that's set aside for just uh, 
unexpected life events. They're going to happen to all of us. So do you have a plan that's going to allow you to keep that money uh, growing and your retirement income coming in? That's something you really need to think about. And that really pulls us just kind of to our last two. I'll, I'll hit them real quick. Um, you know, it's the required minimum distributions, right? We want to understand what those are. Uh, most folks have saved the majority of their funds in tax deferred accounts. And so what that means is you haven't been you haven't paid taxes on those dollars yet. But at some point, you have to take money out of those accounts so that they can be taxed. Now, uh, that, that number is changing. It's currently at age 73. It'll push out till age 75. So you want to understand that and know what your tax burden is going to be. And then last, you want to make sure that you understand how your expenses are going to change over time. As you work through retirement uh, planning, you've got to consider the likelihood that your expenses will change over time as your life changes, as things change for you. And so, you know, we, we understand that. I mean, that's why we put together a written financial plan for folks. It's because we know that things change. So we put something in place up front, but we've got to have flexibility. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just let the folks at home uh, know what to expect you know, for our first 10 callers, this is really an opportunity, again, for you to get a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. So we're going to talk with you about your tax burden, right? If, if you're listening to this and you don't know what your tax burden is, now's the time to find out because it's going to affect you for the rest of your retirement. You want to have a plan to deal with RMDs. You want to make sure that your investments are set up to create income. That's what this is going to do. So if you've got $250,000 or more saved, please don't hesitate to pick up the phone and give us a call. All right, folks, we've got the 10 positions available right now. 866 866- Six six eight three six two five. That's eight six 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 eight three six two five. Call now. Coming up on the other side, we've got some retirement scenarios. We'll throw at the gentlemen, see how they handle them. It's coming up next. your wealth. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, and this show is powered by Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle, and that's where you can find Mark and Casey. 42 years combined experience between the two in the retirement planning business. It's all about helping hundreds of their clients get ready for retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we hit all the different topics, but we also give you an opportunity uh, to get on the calendar with Mark and Casey and the team at Elevated Financial Management and talk about where you are in your retirement planning process. And if you haven't started planning, man, this is an excellent opportunity. Or if you're in the middle of something and you need that second opinion, you can grab one of these appointments. They're open now and they're no cost, no obligation. There is no pressure. If you have at least 250000 saved towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. The number to call to grab an appointment, 866-668-3625. That's 866 866- Six six eight three six two five. All right. First scenario, Mark. This one goes to you. I'm not far away from retirement. How can I protect my four hundred one k? Can I move some into cash and still have my employer match while contributing some money into it? And should I even do this? Well, again, this is where we really focus on the age and where that client is in their retirement. Uh, journey. If they're really, really close to retirement, then you need to be worried about protection. We we all know what happened in 2000. We all know what happened in 2008, 9. Uh, we know what happened when Corona hit in March, right? 
2020. So again, these are times that we need to be thinking about where we're at. Uh, if we've got time to recover, that's different. But if we don't, it can be devastating. And so you do need to protect your money. Uh, can you protect your 401k? Absolutely you can. Uh, this is where the A word comes into play sometimes. Uh, we love annuities when they're used in the right way. Uh, there can be, you know, used for uh, cash accumulation or they can be used for income depending on what you need but you can protect that money and if you're past 59 and a half you're able to roll into some of these different type of accounts including cash that would take the market risk or lower that which is what your goal should be so again there are ways to protect these type of accounts from being devastated when the market were to tank and you haven't done anything. So again, this is where a plan, we can't overemphasize how big a plan is so that you do not lose a big chunk of what you've worked your lifetime for just because of bad timing. Uh, we call the sequence of return risk, so it matters. So again, a plan is gonna allow us to weather these type of storms and make sure that your income is guaranteed because that's what we really focus on. It's all about income, income, income when you when you retire. Right, so, and having that diversification across the different assets, yeah. right? You've got the, yep. uh, you wanna have some level of protection, but you also don't wanna have all of it right. protected because it's not gonna have some level of higher growth, right? And that's, yep. that's really where it's segmenting the money out in different uh, assets, asset classes. And we talk about diversification a lot. That's, that's part of it, right? Is making yep. sure that we've got our money broken out for different timeframes in our life. It's not just one size fits all. We don't, you don't want to look to use an annuity to protect every dollar in your investment accounts. That would be inappropriate. Right. That wouldn't be a plan, right? That'd be just a overly emotional decision. The same way that having every dollar in the stock market in one particular stock is a bad idea. We all understand that. So it, again, like you said, Mark, it's all about having a plan and having something custom built uh, specifically for you. Yeah. We are in the middle of scenarios here on Elevate Your Wealth. Now, the the issue is, again, you're going to be sitting there and you're, and you're listening to the show and you're like, okay, well, that's similar to what I'm going through. Just make sure you understand, you know, you have a, a situation that's going to be unique to you. You need to have a plan that's just as custom. Again, we have some fun with these scenarios because, look, they exist. They're out there. But your scenario is going to be unique to you. So make sure you have a customized plan. So the next one, uh, we'll throw this one at Casey. Uh, do you have the ability to build a lifestyle that is inflation proof or recession proof? That's an interesting question. Man, that just feels like a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I wish there was. Yeah, I, I man, that's that's really tough. You know, I when it comes to building a retirement plan that's inflation proof or recession proof. Man, if we have double digit inflation stacked years and years and years after one another, Nobody I, I, nobody's going to have retirement. I mean, that's just not a thing, right? So um, I, I guess maybe the very direct answer is no. But, uh, you know, I think realistically, we're, we're probably not going to have double digit inflation for uh, you know, 15 years in a row or something crazy like that. So um, I, I do believe that really there is the ability to create something to give you the confidence that you're looking for. And that's really what this is about is to have confidence that you can retire um, and be successful um, as well as rece recession proof, right? Inflation is key, but um, you know, what if we do have a large recession? Well, again, as Mark was just talking about, it comes down to investing properly. It comes down to having a true asset uh, allocation or diversification among our assets. And so that's what's going to create 
um, a level of confidence and make sure that you have the ability to retire, even if inflation was uh, high and prolonged for some time, or even if we did have a recession that lasted for a while, um, you can absolutely still have a successful retirement. And so part of that is the retirement planning and part of it is your lifestyle, right? Um, that, that's the other piece too. And so uh, understanding where your dollars go, how you spend your money. And maybe, you know, when you go into retirement, inflation's low, recession, there's not big chance of that. And so things are looking really good. But let's say uh, inflation did come up and, and there was a recession. Well, maybe we start to look at our lifestyle and go, okay, well, here's the two or three or four things that maybe I can pull back on while this recession is going. Or, you know, you want to understand what those are. But, you know, realistically, for Mark and I, we talk about this a lot, right, Mark? I mean, we want people to do what they want to do in retirement. Yeah. We don't want it to be dependent on inflation. We don't want it to be dependent on a recession or what the market is doing, right? We want you to live the retirement that you've been thinking of, you've been dreaming of, uh, to make sure that, that that's really what it is. And that's, again, that's what a plan does. That's see, the key. See, and what I'd like to add to that is when we do our SIPs report, SIP stands for structured income plan, we build in inflation into that number so that it is increasing each and every year. So we we are accounting for inflation. We just can't account for runaway inflation. I mean, mm -hmm. if if we did, the average client that we work with, they don't have enough money to sustain that over a long period of time. And that really hasn't happened. So we're really good with a two and a half to 3% inflation built into our plans each and every year. And when we do that, our clients are very, very successful. They're not running out of money. They're not panicking. They're able to take their trip, do the things that they had planned to, like Casey said, the happy things, the things that we dream about, it doesn't end up just being a nice fairy tale because that's the exact opposite of what we want for our clients. But you have to factor in inflation because it matters. Absolutely matters, folks. And again, opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Talk about your own scenarios when it comes to retirement and get some advice. Again, these appointments are no cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number to call to grab an appointment, 866-668-3625. That's 866 866- Six six eight three six two five, and again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. Next scenario, Mark, to you. I will turn seventy years old mid twenty twenty four. I then plan to collect Social Security at that time, as I am still working, self employed. Uh, will my income impact the calculation of my benefits? Well, the answer to that, short answer to that, is absolutely, and good for you that you were able to put off. Uh, starting till 70, because you are going to get the highest benefit available to you. But you're right, you don't want to go one day past 70. Um, I happen to be turning full retirement age uh, in just a couple weeks, September 1st, I could turn on my uh, bucket of Social Security income, and I can work as much as I want. And there's no earned income test, meaning they're not going to take any of my Social Security benefits away from me. We do a whole class just on social security planning and it lasts about an hour 15 minutes so there are a lot of choices that you're going to have to make waiting till 70 is great i will say this the bulk of the people that we work with we don't wait till 70 we usually will start at fra uh, the nice thing about 
Uh, that is, like we said, you get the most amount of money you're ever going to get will be based on age 70. The, the issue is it's about a 12-year crossover, meaning if I, I don't take my money, let's say it's 66, I've got four years of not getting a benefit, right? Well, how do I recoup that? Well, the average amount of time to recoup that is about 12 years. So if I uh, start at 70, I've got to live to about eight, eight, seven, 82 or so to pay for that four years that I didn't take my money. So, but it, the longer you keep working, it is going to add to the amount of money along with the colas that are factored in for each of us. I've seen some amazing uh, clients that I've been working with for two, three years, and it's amazing how much their social security has increased since we did the initial analysis. It's jumped up quite a bit. In some cases, three, $400 more a month. And so the longer we wait and the more money we make in our later years, hopefully, is going to add to a higher Social Security benefit, which does matter over the long term. Taya, opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevate Your Wealth and, of course, the power behind it, Elevated Financial Management, where you can find Mark and Casey. We are down to our, our final 10 spots. So let's go ahead and open those up, guys. What's going to happen for these 10 callers? As we've been talking about, you've, you maybe you heard some of these questions or the do's and don'ts that we talked about this show. Please don't hesitate to call us. We're going to look at your situation and we're going to have our team of certified financial planners put together a plan where we're going to really look at your tax situation. How can we help you? put together a tax plan to put more money in your pocket. We're also going to look at where is your income going to come from? Is it going to be guaranteed or is it going to be what we call maybe income? How can we help you on the, the Medicare uh, side of planning? Do I take a Medicare supplement or a Med Advantage plan? What about have you done any estate planning? Uh, we, we believe a lot in trust in the right situation. The bulk of our clients will all have a, a revocable trust. So there's so many different ways that we want to help you, but we have to have a conversation first, right? So please pick up the phone. If you, maybe you're working at Boeing or getting ready to retire or warehouser, whatever company you're at, please give us a call so that we can begin to work on a plan just specifically for you. So please pick up the phone, give us a call. So important to have a plan needs to be customized to you. And now you have an opportunity to get started or get that second opinion. If you've saved at least 250000 towards your retirement, these strategies, again, will work best for you. Here's the number to call, 866-668-3625. That'll get you in touch with Elevated Financial Management. Set up that appointment. Meet with Mark and Casey and their team. Again, no cost, no obligation, no pressure. The number to call is 866-668-3625. That's 866 866- 668-3625. Only 10 spots. They will go fast. 866-668-3625. Another edition of Elevate Your Wealth is in the books. We will see you on the radio next week. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. 
registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.